She's using posh words here. Connotations. Connotations. Is that a word? One of them's from Sylvia, and she says, what should she do when she's having low moments, but she's with a partner and he doesn't understand? Right, and as promised, I did say we'd do a bit of chocolate meditation one week. Yeah, so I'm no professional, so we are actually going to go to a proper class sometime. Are we? But I have learned a little bit of chocolate meditation. Great. So the topic of the day we're talking about today is anxiety. Hello everyone, welcome to... Mental Health Gym. Yeah, you nearly forgot what uh, we were then. Well, it's it's the gym part. That's what it is, the gym part. If, if, if I start to think about I'm going to gym... Then my mind goes blank. It's fuzz. Well, we're trying to bring positive connotations around mental health. So. Connotations? What's that? Yeah, from bad like positive feelings oh, around right. the gym. The gym. She's using posh words here. Connot- what, what connotations. Is it? Connotations. Is that a word? You, I you've think not so. made it up. I could have made it up. Though. You have to let us know. Has she made that up? I think because I'm deaf. But we are fresh from the park run. Dan's fresh from McDonald's. <laughs> I ain't done the park run. So what happened is, is I dropped Sophie off. And I walked up to a bit with George, and then George joined her, and I went back to the car, and I drove around to the duck pond, looked at the ducks for a bit, then sat back in my car waiting for him. And then the next thing, George comes strolling through the car park. Says, where's Sophie? Says, oh, she's, she won't belong. She's signing me up. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you're not signing me up. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so we've had a few questions from you lovely folk, um, and do send us any questions. Um, one of them's from Sylvia, and she says, what should she do when she's having low moments, but she's with a partner and he doesn't understand? Oh, oh, that's a bit different. A bit difficult, isn't it, that really? I mean, obviously, so, I mean, I'm not, not going to lie. Sometimes we've been like that, haven't we, where we've not, fully understood why each other's feeling a little bit down and but I think it's just good that you talk about it and if you if you're in that low moment you you you've and they don't understand just try and put it as simple as you possibly can and hopefully they'll 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 support you and and and, and get you through it but I think it's just about being clear because sometimes when when you are down you can get a bit fuzzy as well can't you I do and I think it's just to reassure the other one that it's not them yeah. Unless it is them. <laughs> well, yeah, unless it is them, then you need to be speaking to somebody else, don't you, really? Uh, and, you know, if you've got friends and family, try and speak to them. Sometimes, you know, you might not be able to, to speak to your partner. It might be something that's embarrassing. It could be something to do with them, so you're a bit, shall I think, you know, and it's if it's that, then it's looking at your relationship, in it, and seeing if you can talk. Uh but, you know, nine times out of ten, hopefully people have got that loving, caring partner that they can talk to. And if they don't understand, just give them a bit of time to process it because sometimes it's difficult. So, like, when when uh, I first got with you, dealing with your craziness, all yeah. right, as I put it, and your, and your nuttiness, at first I thought, <laughs> I mean, you did warn me and you said I'm a bit crazy and nuts and I, and I, and I run about and all this. And it wasn't that I could understand it. It was the fact I was just like, wow. I just didn't realise how much stuff you actually take on, how much you'll do, because you have got quite a, a compact, full life of stuff with stuff that you do with your job, the kids, with helping out in the community, with doing all your gym classes, with doing all your PT classes. I'm thinking to myself, when does she rest? But you don't. I don't so, rest. Yeah. So well, no, to me, resting is when I'm exercising yeah. or I'm having snuggles with you. Yeah, so that's the key thing there. So I just said, when are you going to rest? But you said, 
resting is when you're exercising. Oops, sorry. When you're exercising and doing whatever. So again, that's letting me understand. Do you know what I mean? So it's like that. You've got to communicate, aren't you? So I think yeah. the, the answer to that is just communicate properly. Give them a bit of time to process the information. If they've n- they don't quite understand, try and put it in a different way. Yeah, but definitely. Like this morning park run, you might have got more out energy from kind of watching the ducks and being mindful, whereas for me, doing park yeah. run and finishing, now I'm buzzing with energy. Yeah, It's cleared my head. If I'm honest with you, when I walked like from the car up to where where George joined you, and I walked back. I mean, it, it won't it won't far. It will walk bloody six seven hundred meters, something like that. But that were you know the air was nice. It was a nice fresh morning. It was a nice little brisk walk for me. Walked up there, walked back to the car, and then going to the duck pond. And I just stood there for a bit, watching people come across finish line, thinking, "Oh yeah, I'd love that to be me." But it, you know, it, I'll never be first across that line. Only if I cheat and I go around on electric scooter. Uh, but no, yeah. but sometimes just a gentle bit it of exercise good. can feel good. Yeah, and, and doing something together. But outside, I think being, you know, in, in this country, I think we're blessed with, you know, some absolute beautiful landscapes, some lovely green spaces. And if you just go out, you can just sit outside and chill out and open up your mind. You know, if you're, if you're on your own, just, just relax and just chill. You, know, you don't have to walk. You can just go to a park and sit. Other week, I took you somewhere, uh, and I went into the park, and I just sat there watching ducks. I, I must have some kind of thing for ducks. I, I, <laughs> I've just realised I like watching ducks. There you go. There we are. Right, and as promised, I did say we'd do a bit of chocolate meditation one week. Yeah, so I'm no professional, so we are actually going to go to a proper class sometime. Are we? But I have learned a little bit of chocolate meditation. So I've already failed because you're supposed to use proper good quality dark chocolate so you right. can get the full What have you all got here? I've baby got baby buttons. <laughs> baby buttons. Right, milk chocolate, right here, baby buttons. So I've gone against the grain already, um, but I do a lot of chocolate meditation you might as well just chuck to keep having. Yeah, so... Oh, well. Right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you... Or you can do it with chocolate nibs, like raw chocolate nibs. So what do I do so I'm going to put them... No, this is the whole point, right? So you've got to feel them. Okay. So if you've got chocolate at home, grab just chocolate. Just the one piece or two pieces. Well, you've, put, you've put a handful of buttons in me hand, Yeah, you? and now we need some calming music and pretending my voice is all calm <laughs> right and then you've got to feel it yeah feeling it start to smell eyes. yeah start right. to smell start to smell the chocolate i say that's oh that's good yeah. that's it and then this is going around me yeah then put put as many buttons as you want. Normally it's a big chunk of chocolate in your mouth. But don't chew it. Do I just sniff it first? Yeah, so sniff it and then put it in your mouth. Don't chew it though. Just let it melt on your oh. tongue. On my what? Tongue. 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 On your tongue. Just let it melt. Tasting all that nice chocolatey flavour. All that cocoa. Breathing nice and deeply in and out. And then slowly chew it. Really enjoyed the chocolate and the process. And yeah. now this will be really interesting for you because you're used to having to sit outside takeaways and nibble bits for the camera and eat fairly fast so people don't get bored. Yeah, I'll tell you something. I've never tasted chocolate like that in my life. That's weird that you know. It does, it's like, well, they always say about slow eating, a 
but being mindful so you're smelling it and you're appreciating every moment. Mm. So Esther, who does our lovely editing, um, her friend runs the uh, Enterprise Foundation and they do about the real Coco story and where Coco so actually came from. what are you doing from. here? I was just smelling it because it's not vegan, this chocolate. And also I'm a bit bad with sugar, aren't I? Because that's where my cray-cray... Oh, that is right. nice, that, you know. <laughs> See, right, baby, you have to do it nice mm. and slow. Look, and I ain't, like, do you know... I used to suck galaxies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 that galaxy is a good one, but again, like the advert, the galaxy advert, where it's all silky and smooth, yeah. it's enjoying all of that, rather than when we've gone no. into this, like, state of just eating really fast. I used to get, get a nice... You, you can't call them family bars now. I mean, you, when I was a kid, you used to go to the shop and you got a whacking bar like that for the quid. Now your family bar's about that big. Yeah. yeah I'm thinking, what family are they feeding? Bother was. I know, so you're going <laughs> to have to all do a bit of chocolate meditation to appreciate But I used to crack them. a bit off and sit and suck it. Because Galaxy lasts for, you know, it yeah. does last, when you start sucking it, it lasts for ages. It is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like, oh, you're making me want some Galaxy. Right, right. so... The topic of the day we're talking about today is anxiety. So those fight or fly moments, you might have found it where you are either feeling anxious and you've not you're not actually suffering from anxiety per se, but you've got that feeling of anxiety or it might actually be an, a proper issue. So as with everything, we're not professionals. We're just yeah. people with lived experience, so do always check with your good doctor. Um, but we're just talking from our, our experience. Have you ever experienced anxiety? Oh, yes, quite quite a lot, to be honest. I mean, a lot of people think that I'm quite a confident guy because, you know, I'll go out and set my table up when I'm doing my YouTube and I can sit there and I can, you know, eat in front of people, talk to strangers. That's fine. My, a lot of my anxiety is around family issues for me. So, and obviously, again, this is from experience, just, just with you, when, you're, you know, if, if, if you're in a situation of upset or anxiety yourself and I can't help you, that then get, elevates yours. It gets me, that's what gets me. And like with my me, with me kids, you've seen it with kids when, when someone's been at school and someone's happening, my anxiety goes through the roof because I just want to fix it. I just want to make things right. So then I'm, I start bobbling all over the place and... I start getting chest pains and all this kind of stuff and I get headaches and stressed out and end of the day I just need to sit down and this is what happened all the week, wasn't it? And then I just, one day, you just said to me, look, just stop it, just chill out and so I did yeah. and I sat down, spent a few hours on the sofa just watching TV and it just chilled me out and, and allowed me just to roll back and start thinking about it again. But, I mean, I've never, I've, I've never sort of been anxious about going out like social anxiety. Yeah, uh, you know, with that. But, you know, each thing... I mean, I'm anxious now about rugby game that's coming up that I'm taking part in because I'm thinking I'm going to get absolutely smashed to bits. So we're off later on to watch the team and I'm thinking, oh, do I really want to watch this because I've got to get involved in this. So there's, like, anxiety there because, and that's anxiety about pain. Yeah, and but building it up. Not, not getting smashed by them, actually like pulling an hamstring or something like that, you know, as soon as I go on and looking like an idiot. So that's, you know, that, that's... Well, I'll be there as your pregnant yeah. cheerleader, ready to uh, bat them off. And then but when I've done, when I've done uh, like talks and stuff like that, so I've done a few, I've, I've, I've done like a mental health talk once where I were up on stage talking about mental health. 
Uh, and obviously beforehand, I got a little bit, oh, you know, got to get on stage here and talk to all these people. You know, what if they think I'm a clown? Uh, and I just think that's natural sometimes for people to feel like that. But it, it does get elevated, doesn't it, for some people then? And then it's like experiences when you see people that don't want to go shopping, can't go shopping and stuff. But let's go to you. What about you? Because I know that you've suffered quite a bit with anxiety, haven't you? Yeah, like I know how to manage it a lot more these days. I never think I'll be totally just recovered because my idea of recovery is you just learn to manage stuff better and it'll always be there to an extent. But like you said, I can see from an outward point of view that sometimes because you want to fix stuff, you just need to not fix it and just have a day of doing something positive for you because you're always trying to help everyone else. And then that's why I was like the other day, you just need to just... Focus on positive stuff because everything will work out in the end. And it's to know that. But it's very hard when you're in the anxious moment to see that because you're just going yeah. into, I want to do something, I need to I, do something. I use that phrase, you know, like I said, you know, I get up every morning and, and think to myself, I'm going to be the best I can be today. <clears throat> so that for me is helping people, making sure that everybody around me has got a smile on their face and they're enjoying the day, and, and they're happy. If I can't do that, if I can't help somebody to do that, that does cause me anxiety, to be honest. Yeah. But then it's it's both learning that we can't make everyone happy. Um, but, like, with me, when I've suffered really badly with anxiety, um, I've had it probably most of my life to an, almost to a point where they thought I had OCD, because literally if somebody didn't smile back, yeah. I'd think I've hurt them, I've upset them, and... At times when I've been more stressed, my anxiety will trigger off. And one time, and this is where I learned the difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack. So a panic, a panic attack is where you it just comes on. You can't breathe. Your heart's palpitating. You feel faint sometimes and your head's rushing. Whereas an anxiety attack is normally triggered by a yep. series of events. So it leads from something. So if something's triggered, it, it tends to be an anxiety attack. And that was one of the things that got me into YouTube, actually, because I had some really bad anxiety attacks um, when I was at home with the kids on my own for a while, um, and I was struggling with my mental health. And just having that, like, moment, and I used to turn to YouTube. I didn't, like, didn't publish it at the time, but then I did later. And it was just talking to a camera to talk it out. Yeah. Because everything feels too much. You can't do anything. So sometimes you're actually best either to move or not do anything like with you, whatever works for you. Yeah, I think that that, that sort of... I, I can relate to that with the camera because when when I'm out filming, when it, I'm, I'm just looking at the, the cameraman and the camera and I, and I put myself into a world of my own. So I just concentrate on the food, the, the people around me, and I just try and be as jolly as I can and, uh, you know, hope that it comes over well. And, you know, which it, oh, it does, I get a lot of positive feedback and uh, it helps people with their mental health when they're watching me on these videos because, again, people that I get messages in saying, why are you so confident? How can you do that? Does it not upset you? Does it not bother you putting your table and chair up? And I, I just have this mindset that when I leave the house is that just have fun. You know that. I'm as daft as a box of frogs. And that's that's what it's all about, but... You know, for some, I have seen people having panic attacks. I've seen people having anxiety attacks, and, and it's horrible. It's horrible because you, you just want to be say to people, "It's all right, it's all right." But I, I've had it with, uh, with with needles. We did it yesterday in hospital. Oh yeah, and you were. Oh god, <coughs> I don't know what it is. I mean, <coughs> so I'm just clearing myself up here. 
being a fat fella, right, I've had that many needles in me, you know, going for blood tests and this, that, and other over years, it, it's ridiculous. But not the last time, the time before. So we're talking, what, I think it was like n n October, November time. I went for a blood test and I went to the doctor's at four o'clock in the afternoon and he says, right, I'll book him for a blood test tomorrow. He says, uh, don't, don't eat out. Blood test were half past four in the afternoon. So I'd not ate nothing since eight o'clock the night before, right? And I, and I had a bit of water and I'm walking in and I'm a bit dizzy. But it's like any other time. And I get this old nurse, bless her, I think, I think she was retired and she was helping out because of the thing. And then she starts sticking needle in my arm and she couldn't find vein. So then she went to my other arm, she couldn't find vein there. So she says, I might have to go in your hand. Now at that point, right, at that point, I thought to myself, what, what, what do I do here? What do I do? Because I could feel like a panic attack coming on. I was thinking, I don't want no needle in my hand here. What's all this about? And then she said, I'll try in your arm again. And she got it and she got the blood. And I'm like, oh, thank God. But I was still feeling sort nice. of like a sick feeling. And then I remember standing up and saying, right, thanks, love. Goodbye. The next thing I know, I wake up and I'm on the floor. And I've got two nurses over me and apparently I'd just gone boosh straight Gosh. over. And I've never fainted or passed out in my life. But I think that's what's important with anxiety and a lot of mental health, whether it be feeling anxious or you suffer from anxiety, is having the right food and sleep and lots of different factors yeah. so you can give yourself the best chance like they didn't give you the best chance in that situation with not eating well the nurses they, they, they were, were angry to be honest that I'd had to work that long but do you know what got me more anxious then because there were two of them trying to pick me up to put me on this bed and I'm saying no love don't you'll break your back you'll and I started yeah. to panic because I was thinking of them these two old birds bless them trying to pick me up off the floor I thought hey up there's no chance here they're going to be in here you know they're going to have to get health insurance on this bad boy. And that, that got me going again. And then I had to sit there for half an hour and she's just chatting away. And she's like, oh, you're all right, love. And I'm thinking, poor lass, she's done the back of here. But <laughs> but that's the way your mind goes. Yeah. That's interesting because that shows how your mind is always working because you're always hypersensitive to what's going around yeah. or what's going on in someone's life, which is a beautiful part of you. But then it's a lot of stress yeah. to take on. Um, and I've learned, like with me, I think with you, a lot of it, you need that time out, escapism, whether it be watching TV, having a bath, whatever, yeah. or in your swim spa. Um, and then for me, it's being quite energetic. Yeah. Then again, it's not being overly energetic where it becomes damaging, because that's what I've always realised is when I used to dance on an evening a lot when I've been a performer for years, I'd be so anxious about that night because naturally all performers would get this big, like, dip in adrenaline and then a big rush when yeah. we perform then a dip again and that can mess with all your emotions but i'd be so anxious about performing i wouldn't eat all day i'd just be on sugar-free yeah. like red bull and all sorts of drinks just to keep myself going and i couldn't relax i wouldn't let myself sit down or eat until i'd done what i was anxious about and it wasn't just performing then it started to lead into normal life until i know that i've got the kids in bed or until i know that i've picked the kids up from school until i know so that nobody's going to call me today yeah. and all those things in those I situations um, how how did you how did you move forward how what what coping strategies did you use or put in place so when you were performing then obviously you, you realized that you know you were going all day with no food and you were having all these energy drinks which is no good for you no did you manage to sort it out? Was there something that you did? To an extent, it was to basically 
take a step back for a bit from different things that gave me anxiety yep. until I could take small steps forward. But like what's really helped or every time is when I was pregnant with Jasmine and now pregnant again, like this morning, no way would I ever eat before I'd done training. No yeah. way. But now I'm having to because I know that I've got I'll get dizzy and I'll I don't want the baby to be harmed and you know, I'm eating regularly. Yeah. But that just balances me out as well. Like my ADHD as well is less like on the edge right. when I'm eating and I'm sleeping well. Because what you do when you're anxious, ironically, is you don't feel like you want to sleep or you're too anxious to sleep. And then you're too anxious to eat or you overeat one or the other normally. You can neither be like compulsive. Yeah. Whereas it's trying your best just to take those little steps forward and saying, do you know what, for a bit I'm going to take my time out of that limelight, that spotlight, until I can do it in the right way. I think the key thing there is what you've just said is, is that you've actually got to take a step back and realise that you're suffering some kind of anxiety or panic attack. And like like Sophie said, we're not medical professionals, we're not doctors, it's just from life experience this. Take a step back, right? Look at your situation and just try and put things in place. So like, uh, obviously, we your performance, I used to perform when I did magic and I used to do weddings and parties and stuff like that. So I'm going to lay into a secret now because it's a bit, bit weird. Uh, but uh, I used to get really nervous beforehand. So I used to get my headphones on and I used to, I used to play a song. I play it in car now and again. I used to go, I've got the magic in me. Woo! Oh, yeah. And I used to listen to that before. I, like, I used to, about four or five times on repeat, just with my headphones on myself. And I'd just put myself into a zone. So like 10 minutes before it was about to start, I'd just play that. And then as soon as I was ready to go on, I'd just whip my headphones out, put them away, and I'd be straight out there, bang. And I've got this tune in my head, like I've got magic inside me, boom, and I'm, and I'm off. Whereas if I didn't do, I'd be like, right, come on, yeah. Dad. And it's like it. that whole pep talk, isn't yeah. it, that build-up. Because you're getting paid for it. So you, yeah. you, you, when, you, when you're, you're doing a performance, you're getting paid. So you've got to make sure that it's absolutely bang on. And sometimes you can have an off day, all right? But So, like, obviously for you with the dancing, you've got a performance. It's a visual performance. People have... You've got to get them to buy into what, you, what you're actually doing. They're, they're all going to be looking at you. So you've got to be confident in that. Whereas with me, I've got to... I had to engage the audience. I had to misdirect the audience sometimes for some of the tricks. So I got to be funny, jokey, laughy. I got to be serious. I got to be witty about me and all this, and get them to do this. So I, I used to pet myself up before, and so and I know a few other magicians that used to do the same. Because I actually I went on a course for uh, to do wedding magic. That's what I went on this course to do it. And that's what the guy told me. He said he said that he used to do the same and he used to put music on it. I had a favourite song, he used to play it and it used to get him into zone. So I thought, do you know what, I'm going to try it. So, I mean, I'm not saying like when you go to Asda, start start putting on Twinkie Tweeners or something in your ear and woo, do 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 But if it works for you, do it. Well, that is the thing, isn't it? It's whatever works for you. And like I know when I was performing, ironically, I don't get as many nerves when I'm doing videos or TV. So when I did Britain's Got Talent, I was obviously nervous, but I always used to escape. I was always in my head, Marilyn Monroe, because that's who I used to love. And I was, and I, and I kind of just had to embody yeah. her. I wasn't Sophie. So I get it when these like celebrities have these like alter egos, do you yeah. know, like uh, Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. And all of that because it's an act. You put yourself out. into it, don't you? And, and you put yourself into that person. 
And I think sometimes in life when people, what I'm trying to get at with all this is that with anxiety, sometimes that's what people do. They have to put themselves as something else, someone else, to be able to get through simple things in life like going to the shop for a pint of milk. Because, I mean, you know, I couldn't imagine. I, I'm, I've been fortunate enough where I've never been, you know, suffered anxiety when I couldn't go to a shop for that. And I, I would think it would be an absolute nightmare. I know that sometimes you've, you've been anxious about going out in public and walking about. Uh, and it, it's just it's just not good. But if anybody's got some uh, issues that they want to discuss about anxiety, drop them in comments. Right? If you've got some coping strategies that you think that people might be able to use, if there's any way that you can put some links in to point people in the right direction. That'd be good. Please do drop them below, because that's what I often think with mental health issues and all mental health is it's about trying lots of different things. Health, not health. Health. It's trying lots of things that to see what works for you and just one small step at a time. And whilst you might have to take a step back from something, it doesn't mean you'll never do it. So, for example, we're going off now, Dan will be driving, and I can drive. But that's another thing I took a step back from quite a few years ago because yep. it caused me so much anxiety. And I'm on medication as well for anxiety, but even that would still cause me too much anxiety. So I know I'm not ready for it yet. Yep. But it doesn't mean I'll never be ready for it. But it's just those things you just have to take what's actually important to build up to first. And then once you've got your life a bit more normal, you can then add on things with the right support and the right coping mechanisms. But as we say, please do keep listening um, and ask us your questions or if there's any challenges you could think that we should do. Yeah. I think you got away with the chocolate meditation. I liked that. And I've got a right nice taste now of these uh, mini buttons. That was another bag knocking there about. There is. There's what? two bags, love. No, that's raisins, love. Oh, look, sorry, look here you go. Raisins. She's trying with fruit again, guys. This yeah. is what I mean. All right. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, for us, I think our therapy is laughing with each other. Definitely. All right, it's a lot better. And, and the fact that we talk to each other as well, we, we always send in with it. If we've got a problem, we just tell each other. All right, and sometimes, I'll be honest with you, we don't like it. Right, We don't like what the other one says, and the, but we talk about it and we sort it out and we move on and we go to bed with a smile on face. Uh, where is it? Yay, see, there it is. Look. <laughs> but that is the thing, because you'll often think, and going back right to the start when we talk about the first listener's question about your partner and when you're getting down and stuff. Yeah. Remember that if your partner knows you well, they will know anyway when you're yeah, feeling yeah. down. So like with Dan, you could have the smile on your face, you could be making banter and all that, but I know when there's something wrong yeah. with you. And so it, that is why it's good to be in relationships where you can just talk about stuff. Because yeah. I'm breaking you start it right now because I'm going to rugby. That's... I know. So I'm oh. thinking we best get you off. Yeah. We'll, we'll, Let's we'll... get this done. Let's get it done. Get it over and done with. Let's go meet these people that are going to uh, take me to the ground. You'll be uh, great. Yeah, we'll be sticking it on his Instagram and that I'll link to it. So if anybody wants to go to, to this rugby game, it's for charity. Uh, you know, apparently Sophie's going to be on the sideline. I thought they'd it. need a pregnant cheerleader. And yeah. then if anyone touches you, I'm going to be there. Touch me, they're going to smash me in the face, love. They I'll, better not, because I'll I'm be gonna, there. I reckon there's going to be blood, you know. I hope not. I'm telling you. Well, I hope not, but I, I, what I've heard is apparently they're going to rape me arm. Yeah, they're going to rape, rape my body when it's done. Oh no. <laughs> right. Anyway, see you soon guys. See you soon guys. Peace, Thank you. Love and shimmies. shimmies. See you Bye. soon guys.